to all you cinephiles, armchair directors, blockbuster chasers, general movie watchers, and those of you that just have nothing better to do, you are now listening to Take Two. It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon. And remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it. And don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Frank McGinnis, watch this piece of shit <laughs> Halloween movie. First, listen, listen, listen. First listen. Halloween no. film of the podcast. <laughs> Jesus, season. I'm like, we should have a witch theme. And he's like, oh yeah, let's do season of the witch. And I'm like sitting there Listen. watching him. Like, where's the fucking witch? He, okay, we're gonna get to that. Listen, this movie represents everything that this podcast stands for. Okay, we are looking back at films and seeing if they deserve their reputation. Okay, okay? yes, you're right. Season of the witch is very. Oh, don't blow your load just yet, Frank. It's very widely hated. <laughs> so we needed to find out if it deserves to be hated or not so yes we are here doing a take two on halloween three season of the witch and i couldn't be more happy about it oh my god here we go (laughs) i'm something (laughs) did you see this movie when you were younger uh or is this your first watch no this uh, this is my first real watch Mm -hmm. it's been on tv periodically and i've I've watched parts of it, but I just, I don't get it. Really? And it's, so here's the funny thing. It's not the lack of Michael Myers that really bothered me. I actually liked the idea of an mm-hmm. anthology rather than just continue with Michael Myers. I'm not a yeah. fan of the continuation of the whole Michael Myers, Jason, Freddy, that stuff just does not interest me. Well, that's where you're wrong. At all. Go on. So when I found out there was an anthology, I was like, oh, this is, this is pretty neat. I'm, I'm kind of excited about this. I started watching it and I was like, ooh, this isn't uh, <laughs> what I expected. <laughs> you know what? They might have continued with his plan to making different films each time if he would have just nailed it the first time. But he did. Oh, I thought this movie. Uh, <laughs> I thought listen, this was great, Frank. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a stroke of genius. I uh, listen. I'm not saying it's not, but what I'm saying is that it maybe wasn't as good as Michael Myers. Mm. So they're like, mm, yeah, sorry, you kind of flopped this. Yeah, one. from a We're studio perspective, back. they're like, oh Jesus Christ, bring back Michael Myers, please. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> uh, see, but the problem is you started too strong. They should have started with <laughs> Season of the Witch and then gone to Michael. Oh, and that would have been interesting. But would see, I don't know if. Uh, I don't know. We'll talk Nobody about it. Nobody would have ever said, can we get another sequel to Season of the Witch, please? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, be no Halloween. <laughs> there wouldn't have been another one. Uh, yeah. Uh, can, uh, let's do uh, the Stonehenge R, please. Oh, my God. I'm going to get into that. It drives me nuts. <sighs> okay. Whew. All right. Let's calm down here for a second. Uh, I did watch it when I was young. The first time I watched it, I was very confused because I was young and I was watching the Halloween saga. And I watched one, and then two, and I'm freaking Michael Myers. That's what I thought everything was about. And then all of a sudden, no Michael. 
None at all. And I was like, I, I don't understand. Uh, that's so where lost. you're wrong, sir. No, no, I know. I know that now as an adult. Okay? <laughs> I see that as an adult, but as a child, I didn't recognize that. And so I was very just lost and bummed out. And so I've hated it ever since, which is why I chose for us to review it today. And I'm actually very glad that oh, I did. It's, it's, we're we're going to have fun, that's for sure. <laughs> So we are starting out with this very 80s intro into the into the film. I'm getting Terminator vibes off here. And mm-hmm. that's kind of funny considering what's going to be happening throughout the entire film. That's a fair point. I, I hated the music. Oh, did you? I'm going to tell you off right off the bat. I hate the music. I hate the electronic. I didn't hate. Like, I didn't hate. That's one of the things I actually liked. About. Oh, God. I couldn't stand it. It took me out of so, some of the scenes. So is it like you hate that music period or you just hate it for this film? I what think, do you? I think for this film it just didn't okay, work Okay, because they did it I like so it much. in the Terminator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it got, I got a lot of Terminator vibes as far as music goes. Ironically, it was made the year before the Terminator, mm-hmm. so... It was very appropriate for the time, but I don't know. It just it irritated me now. It's very eighties. It's very eighties. It put me off now, but that's not here nor there. It doesn't matter. We're introduced to a man running away and kind of running like a sissy too. If you (laughs) (laughs) little arms flailing, help me, help me. He had to show you that he's holding a mask. (laughs) He did look exhausted. Yeah, he'd been running for hours. I don't understand. I never understood that trope. From those early horror movies where they're trying to run away from the car. But the thing is, the car doesn't drive him fast even. Like, why do you just drive, uh, uh, run over the guy? I mean, he's running for the car and the car's going. Like, no. he's the, the speed of a golf cart. What I hate is he goes into the, like, it looks like a junkyard, right? He goes into the junkyard and then he stops and he turns around. Oh, mm-hmm. yep, there's the car. Hold on. And they see me. Shit. And then he keeps running. Just keep going. Or you can hide in the one of the 500 cars that are in this parking lot. Just jump in anything and hide. He stands in the plane open. He's like, are they going to see me? Are they going to see me? Are they going to see me? Ah, they got me. Yeah. And then he takes off again. And so obviously they catch it. I'm like, why? Yeah, they grab him and he, he gets hit by the man in the suit. He mm-hmm. pulls the mercy brake from the, yeah, the chalk off, off of this car. And it hits the man in the suit. And the man in the suit just kind of dies Slumps so over. he runs away then we're at a gas station and we we see the gas station attendant watching a news segment where a piece of stonehenge is missing and the silver samrock commercial comes on and our running man is what i called him gets to the gas station attendant is like they're gonna kill us all <laughs> and after that, we're introduced to our, I would say, extremely virtuous main character. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> played, Phenomenal. Played by Tom Atkins as Dr. Donald Chalice. Yeah, Dr. Chalice. He's going into his former home, seeing his children with his estranged wife. Mm-hmm. Just a little character build. I just want to say I hate this whole family. <laughs> I hate her with a passion. No, I hate everybody. No, 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 Those kids were justified. No, 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 no. They yes, were not. Yes, they were. No, he they were not. He brought in these shitty plastic masks that he bought at Walgreens <laughs> while they have beautiful custom well, yeah, he's a, silver shamrock masks. Okay, so he's a doctor. Two, 
Two, He's a doctor. He I, makes plenty of money. He does make plenty of money. And two things can be true at once. One, those kids need to be more grateful for what they have. And number two, yeah, he could have bought them the better mask. I mean, yeah, he did buy them he some shitty him, masks. He bought them shitty masks eight days before Halloween. Okay? They need time to prep. You show so, up the week before Halloween, you're like, nah, I bought these on my way here. Screw you. So this is my notes on the family. I, I first put, I hate this family. <laughs> the kids are ungrateful. The doctor is a sleaze bag and a drunk. Piece the of wife <laughs> is an insufferable, life-sucking bitch from which there's no escape. Oh, she's awful. She's awful. I wish Michael Myers would come in and kill all of them, but I'm not going to get that in this movie. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Unfortunately, you are not. Uh... I, I don't hate the family. I hate the wife. Uh, the kids I don't give a shit about. I I like him, but honestly, the more the movie goes on, he's a dirtbag. <laughs> he's a piece of shit. He's such a, a dirtbag. I don't know what's bigger piece of shit this main character in this movie. Uh, it's him. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get into all his scrubs uh, as we go. He's such a shit bird. So the gas station attendant... Is trying not to get convicted for bringing a white guy <laughs> beat oh, up yeah, no, he goes, into he the hospital. He's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> he just showed up. Yeah, he did with that guy. He's like, uh, I don't want no trouble. <laughs> He's a black gas station attendant. Mm-hmm. He brings a beat up night. white guy in in 1983 to this small town. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, no, it's not even a small town. It's L.A., isn't it? That seems like... Was it LA? I think it's Los Angeles. It's I'm like, why it's does California, this seem, but why does it seem like such a small little? This doesn't seem like Los Angeles to me. Yeah, but I don't. I don't, I don't know anything about LA. Frank does because he's from California. So you don't have to talk about it in every episode. <laughs> uh, I don't remember them talking about the initial city to be honest. But uh, so yeah, the doctor so, shows up. Yeah, it's uh, Saturday, October twenty third, <clears throat> and the af- after we're introduced to the doctor and the doctor is checking out the patient who he goes gonna kill us all he's gonna kill us because the commercial that, comes you see back the on. gas station's like oh, i'm i'm getting out of here he, <laughs> he just, just ran away he's like i'm not getting blamed for this i'm getting my black ass out of here <laughs> oh lord yeah he took off uh this scene actually kind of annoyed me because they're doing all this in the hallway. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this dude just showed up. Looks like he's near death, screaming that everyone's going to kill him. And they're like, let's just look at him in the hall. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> let's take his pulse. Yeah. His vitals, everything. No no sterilization whatsoever. No. Man. Right smoke, in the middle of the room. All they needed to do was smoking cigarettes in the hallway. <laughs> just, just, it was the 80s. D ash on his chest. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's fine. <laughs> he's like, you can go home tomorrow. Send him on his way. <laughs> oh, so, after, so we go. Oh, another, this man. What? This doctor, he's such a piece of shit. They walk away and he slaps the nurse on the ass. Dude, I literally wrote, <laughs> I said, slapping your coworker's ass. That wouldn't go over in today's world. Like, no. it's, he would automatically, you would look at him as the antagonist if that happened. In a film today, yeah, where he just slaps a nurse's ass like I should have married you, Gladys. Yeah, <laughs> she's just like, hmm, you better cut it out. <laughs> you better stop that. Yeah, I, I was shocked. So, one of the men in the suits finds our running man, mm-hmm. and I will say the kills in here are all pretty They're cool. So good. Yeah. So he pulls his skull apart, which is kind of insane, but it's, it looked really neat. It's ridiculous. 
it, completely yeah, unnecessary over ridiculous. the top. But it was awesome. It's such a good way to start out where you literally he stuck his fingers in his eye sockets and just just cracked and ripped his skull in apart. That was that was one of my favorite deaths I've ever seen in any movie. So everybody in here is stupid. The nurse sees it and she screams. Dr. Chalice chases the man Hold on. in, in Hold the on. parking lot. Dr. Chalice hears his nurse scream, slowly gets off the couch, <laughs> yeah. comes around the corner, and he's like, hmm, what's going on in here? What's, uh, what's all the yelling about? I'm like, dude, someone is screaming in your hospital. Put a little hustle in your step. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's just he's just casually walking out. I was like, ah, oh, Gladys, Gladys, Gladys takes another slap on the ass. <laughs> it's a lost another one. <laughs> Scumbag. <laughs> so he chases the guy in the suit uh, to his car. The man pours gasoline on himself, uh, sets the car on fire, and blows the car up. This scene really bothers me because it's one of the worst acted scenes I've ever seen. Oh, and this is what I like. It's a hard cut to Chalice on the phone with his ex-wife. <laughs> More bitching from her. <laughs> but, but the fact that they watch this person yeah run to their car dump gas on himself blow himself up and dr child's just looking just like huh yeah that's, that's curious <laughs> like i had a hard night <laughs> he doesn't care at all no it meant nothing to him he's like where can i he goes when can i get to the bar <laughs> yeah he's on the phone with his wife she's screaming and yelling that two people just died in his hospital she's like was it an accident I'm like no bitch does it matter <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this film already. It's so good. <laughs> I freaking love it. Oh, so Chalice is looking at the mask. And then it's uh, Sunday, the, the 24th of October. And enter Ellie, the dead man's daughter, mm-hmm. to identify him. Nobody... Of authority is doing anything in this movie. Everybody's just, well, somebody's dead. Yeah. Did <laughs> you notice that? Yeah. The cop even told her, he's like, well, we'll come to you for a couple days for more questions. I'm like, what are you, what are you asking her? She just showed up. It's like we're living in the Twilight Zone or something. It's just a weird this, parallel. This whole movie feels like it would be a Twilight Zone it, episode. It does. Oh, interesting. This feels like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. It sure does. That makes it even better. Uh, <laughs> she was very unfazed by her father dying, I feel. Um, she kind of just like, oh, that's it? A crazy man on drugs ripped his skull apart? And then she kind of goes and cries a little bit in the corner. Yeah. That was it. She didn't yeah. care. I, mean, well, I also put, while she's crying, Dr. Chalice sees the crying girl who just lost her dad and thinks uh, what that piece of ass would be like. <laughs> uh, he literally <laughs> he stops and just checks her out for a minute. And then she looks at him and goes, ah. Yeah. And just keeps walking. <laughs> He didn't go. Come here, Gladys. He didn't go comfort her. It was like, "Hey, your dad just died. I was his doctor." No, he's just. Like, anyway, I'm headed to the bar. Yeah, off he goes. God, what a piece of shit. <laughs> he does go to the bar, doesn't he? Yes. <laughs> oh, so Chalice. Uh, the next day, Chalice meets with Teddy, the coroner, and they're uh, having a conversation. Uh, what the remains are for the person in the car. I don't know why he... I don't even know why, except to forward the plot, kind of give you a surprise. Why Why are we talking to the coroner? Just had that epiphany right now. Hmm. Is there any reason why he would go to there? I was like, no. Because he wants her to look into it. I'm assuming maybe he wants to find out who the guy was. Yeah, but it's ashes, and I don't think they have... Yeah. Maybe dental records, but that's You're- it. 
I didn't think about that at all. Yeah, she has nothing. She it doesn't no forward the benefit. plot. It, well, it kind it of forwards the plot. It kind of forwards the plot, but at I, the same time, hold on. no. It what does the doctor have anything to do with going to the corner? It, she doesn't forward the plot at all because she never mm. discovers anything Mm-mm. and feeds it back to him. Yeah, he discovers the truth on his own. Yeah, she has no purpose in the movie except for it's another girl for him to hit on. Mm-hmm. What the hell? <laughs> I just had that. I just had that thought just now too. That's so weird. We just needed another I didn't female quite, character. I just, I just didn't question it. And at the same time, I, I was reading my notes and I'm like, why is she here? I guess she's just there to kind of screw with your mind a little bit uh, because she can't find any human remains, mm-hmm. and so it's just kind of tweak with you a little bit till finally you get the realization. Oh, okay, which comes later. But hmm. yeah, I guess we didn't need her that much. Moving on, we skip a couple of days. To Friday the 29th. Chalice is at the bar. In the middle of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized that too. Smoking a cigarette. Yeah, smoking a cigarette. It's our doctor, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you hear his wife earlier in the in the, in the the movie? She's like, drinking and doctoring. What a great combination. <laughs> like, he's probably like, it's because of you, bitch. <laughs> I, I mean, I would be a drunk too if I had to live with that woman. Oh, my God. Oh, God she's so <laughs> she terrible. is so grating. Yeah, she's wretched. She, nonstop. I mean, he should have said, he should have said, tell the kids to take the mask off and you put it on and watch the commercial. <laughs> Saved him so much problems. That's true. End of film. Mm-hmm. Uh, this bar scene is very important. It, it it is. Tell talk to me about the bar scene. Uh, so first of all, it once again fuels the fact that he's just a completely raging drunk. Yeah, that's what I put in my notes. We've established that he's a sleaze bag and possibly an alcoholic. But <laughs> it is also so there is a glimpse earlier in the film, but this is the first official real time. Because he's watching some cartoon on the bar TV. He has to gotta change it. I think... Does the Silver Shamrock come on? Well, either way. Yes, the Silver Shamrock does come on. But... The TV. The film Halloween is on TV. Uh, And we finally get... I hate this. (laughs) We finally get Michael Myers at 21 minutes in. Michael finally... I literally wrote 21 minutes, 20 seconds at last. Michael Myers. Uh... Here's my issue with it. What was the purpose? If you're trying to separate the movies, why would you put that in there? Except for to show that it's a different universe in the sense that like they're saying Michael Myers isn't real. This is real now. But if he wanted to break free of Michael Myers, why would you put him on the TV in the film you're trying to break off with? Man, I'll get into that later in the podcast when we do Armchair Movie Director. It's, That's fair. Yeah. It's it 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 annoys me. I feel like it was a missed opportunity somewhere, and I'll get into that mm. later in later in the podcast. <clears throat> so Ellie enters the bar. Uh, tells he tells Ellie uh, what her father said. Well, he the, lied. He lied. She goes, "You're a bad liar." First of all, this acting is awful. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's purposeful no. or not. It's no. kind of <laughs> it's kind of grating me a bit. I guarantee because I not. I don't mind stiff dialogue. Look, I, I'm just not even sure. If that's the purpose, though, is it bad to be bad, or is it just bad? I think it's just <laughs> bad. She's uh, such a bad actress. She's so bad. She's not bad to look at, but she's no. a... I mean, her looks... She's not good looking enough to ignore her bad acting. Uh, I was able to ignore it. But I will... But here's the funny thing. I wrote my notes on this part where they're talking in the bar. Towards the end of their conversation... It's one of the few good acting moments in the movie where they're talking at at the bar. 
What do you mean? At what point did all of a sudden it change for after, you? After she said you're a bad liar, and then he got into talking, telling about what he what he really said. And uh, everything after that part, uh, I thought... Okay, were, I will say... I especially think, uh, the, per, the actor that plays Chalice, I thought he did a good job there. I think in the sense that when he was lying, it could be considered good acting because he was acting as an actor. Like mm-hmm. He was trying to be someone else for her for a minute. So that could be a very big part of it. So moving on, Chalice and Ellie go to her father's shop, uh, paying homage to Psycho a bit with the rakes in the cinematography. Do you know what I'm talking about? Not the rakes. Yes, the rakes. I don't remember. So there is a scene in Psycho where she goes to Sam's shop and... Janet Lee's character, her sister, turns around and there are these rakes like hanging over her. Hmm. So in Halloween three, you they're in a shop and you see these rakes, mm-hmm. except it's not hanging over them. We're seeing it through the rakes. Yeah. That might have just been bad blocking. I was I'm just gonna give them the benefit of the doubt that they're it could maybe been. paying homage to Alfred it, Hitchcock and Psycho with the rakes because that seemed a little too purposely placed. Yeah, it could have been. I don't know. I don't remember the rakes in the other one so. Ellie says, oh, God, this acting. I've been doing some detective work. <laughs> the acting well, at least bo- somebody has. <laughs> the acting didn't bother me because of what the caliber of the movie is. Like, the story's so ridiculous. I don't need perfect acting in it. I just need you to guide me through the story so I can watch it happen. So it actually wasn't a negative for me at all. Never once did I stop and think, God, she's a bad actor. She delivers her investigation like one of the characters from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Next, we went to the Skull Island where the... Also known as Great Detectives. <laughs> so I don't see the issue. <laughs> Dr. Jealous? <laughs> I almost joked in my coffee. Would have made this movie so much better if Scooby-Doo was in it. Rock around? <laughs> Just halfway through yeah. the movie shows up. <laughs> Roan Ridge? <laughs> Uh, instead of Shaggy being a doper, we just get yeah. an alcoholic doctor. <laughs> like, Dr. Chalice, can I have a shot of that whiskey? <laughs> Run! <laughs> yeah, I need that to happen. <laughs> like now? I need a remake. Like yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> it's Halloween 3, season of the Doom. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. We find out the masks are made at Santa Mara. <clears throat> they think the masks are leaked to, linked to her father's death. Which honestly bugs me. Really? You're stretching so her de- hard. Her detective work bugs you? Yes, because she decides, okay, she's going through his schedule. He went to this place with this meeting, then he went and got the mask, and then all of a sudden he missed his dinner. Okay, mm-hmm. So they're like, it's got to be the factory. Not the fact that he, like anything could happen in between those towns. They're really wanting us to give them a lot of leeway with plot devices. There's but so much plot issues. Given the caliber of the film, should we? I'm going to give them all the leeway they want. Okay. Because it's hilarious. <laughs> and I'll get into it later. Okay. There's a lot of stuff that I feel like they could have altered. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Next, we end Act One with Ellie 
saying she's not coming back to L.A. until she finds out what happened to her father. And we get a close-up of Chalice, like, oh, I'm not missing out on this. Hold on. She said, I'm not going back to L.A., Mm -hmm. which shows that this film does not take place in L.A. Oh. So I don't know what town What town does this take place in? I don't know. Well, you know what? We happen to have computers in our hands. I am holding my cell phone as I speak. I don't even know if it says. Because technically the whole first part, the majority of it. That's why I thought it was L.A. Because I thought we... Uh, because I said I thought I thought that's where she was at. I thought they were living in L.A. Mm-mm. I don't know. That's a good question. Problem is, most of it takes place in uh, Santa Marin, and so I don't think they ever really. Yeah, the... is but that it says in Los Angeles? So I think it's just an offshoot of L.A. It's yeah. just like when we call everything Chattanooga. Yeah, when you could be in Hickson or yeah. <laughs> so whatever, it's in California. We get a close-up of Chalice, and I'm sure the thoughts going through his head are completely virtuous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's our white hat hero. So. Yeah. Act two, we get a hard cut to Chalice on the phone with his ex-wife again. And <laughs> 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 he's not picking his kids up again. Dude's got a six-pack of beer sec- on the phone. <laughs> yeah. That means he went and yeah, got he some beer. Yeah, a six-pack of beer. That means this he man, went and bought beer before man. he called his wife. <laughs> Never does it have a drink in his mm-hmm. hand. That's a real man. <laughs> it, it, it might as well be John Wayne in this movie. God. <coughs> oh my god. Doesn't remember the place. Oh, he tells her he doesn't remember the place. The hotel is like, oh, I don't remember. <laughs> like, he's still got to explain to her. Like, she knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's so pissed at him. Oh, these people are awful. Yeah, they're not good people. Uh, he hangs up and grabs the beer and gets gets on the car with uh, Ellie. And off they go. So we're getting exposition of the Silver Shamrock town from the road trip. This When they drove into town, it really irritated me because it's just like uh, Elizabethtown where everyone was staring at them. Yeah. That's not going to happen because... You, you don't, don't know, Frank. You've hold never... On, hold okay, on, first hold of all, hold on, listen. Hold no, 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 no. You've on. never been to Elizabethtown. Yes, I have. And you've never been... Have you really? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you've never been to Santa Mara. Okay, here's my issue. Everyone's staring at them. And you lived them. in California. And you never visited sta- the yeah, Silver so Shamrock. What? Matter of fact, I have done a tour of Silver Shamrock Factory. They... Driving to this town, everyone's staring at them, and she says she feels like a goldfish because everyone's watching them. He goes, well, it's a factory town. Why would everyone be watching when there's always people driving in? Listen. There's always strangers coming in to buy masks, which means there's strangers no, coming no, no, into no, no, town no. all the time. Okay, yeah. You have a point there. I know. But I've been in a real factory town when I lived in the Upper East Tennessee area. So there are these, these little towns in East Tennessee and Southwest Virginia, and you would go to... There's a couple towns, especially in Southwest Virginia, where you would drive into. I remember this factory town specifically. I'm not sure what. I don't remember the name of it, but they sounds, would sounds made up. No, it's it not. It, it did. It looked, except it was more Appalachian looking. It looked a lot like this town. Like they were looking at you, like, <laughs> like what are you doing here? But the problem is, they always have people coming into this town, even within this movie. Two other groups show up. Right. But wouldn't you think those people would be regulars and the two people, Dr. Chalice and Ellie, aren't regulars? So they're like, "Uh, who are these people? What are these people doing here? Like the other people, they seem like they're used to going to the factory. 
Well, and here come these two chuckleheads over here. Like, not they're not sure who they are. I don't know. It, 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 it really bothered me. It made it feel like a horror movie, like they're going into this creepy town, but it also felt completely unnecessary. So cut it out. Change it. I will say this. I'll give a compliment here. I do like the look of the town, by the way. I love the town. It looks... I love these quiet, weird, small towns. Yes. I've stayed in weird hotels like that. It's so good. So they go and pretend to be a married couple, kind of another paying homage to Psycho, going into a motel, acting Mm -hmm. like a married couple. And Chalice goes and looks at the hotel log and signs in. We are introduced, kind of, not completely yet, but to Connell Cochran who passes by the motel in his limousine, played by Dan O... Hell, I don't know. Let's see. What's his name? <laughs> well, we'll, go Dude, with, we'll go with Dan. We'll go with Dan. <laughs> He's an old man. He, Pretty sure he was in RoboCop. <laughs> he was in RoboCop. That's very good. Um, the whole scene where he ran in... So he told her... They're getting checked into the hotel by this old man. Not Cochran. And he tells her, keep him busy, right? He runs to the hotel lobby so he could read the check-in book to see if her dad signed in. She did a completely horrific job distracting the old man. She did terrible. She immediately goes, yeah, well, we're professional packers, and then goes back outside. Dan O'Harrelly is the name of the actor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dude, he was 63 at the time. He looks ancient. What happened to... Jesus. He was 63 years old. He looks like he's 90. He looks like an old man. Yes. What the hell? Man, people in the 80s just looked old. (laughs) Those guys in the 70s, they lived hard. 60s and 70s, they went in on 60s and 70s were rough on people. (laughs) Yeah. Like people... (laughs) Like in the movie Jaws, where the woman that slaps, Chief Brody, Mm -hmm. she was only like 42 at the time. (laughs) She's like, what is this old lady with a kid? You find out she's, Jesus Christ, she's, she's only like, 42 yeah. years old? So she looked 63. Yeah, she did. She looked like my grandmother. I'm like, why is Mamma slapping Chief Brody? <laughs> <coughs> oh, Chalice gets in the hotel and goes, I could use a drink. Oh, my God. Okay, well, so she's trying to, <laughs> she's trying to solve her father's murder, okay? Mm-hmm. So she starts trying to come up with a plan. He goes, well, hold on now. Let's slow down. I could use a drink. Immediately. Immediately, the guy starts pounding again. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he drank the six beers on the way to town. <laughs> you know he did. And obviously, because he, he didn't They probably stopped three times to find a package store to get some more. <laughs> I say he did not carry beer in, which means he drank it. It was the 80s, though. They didn't give a shit. No, hell no. <laughs> yeah, they were good to go. Did you recognize the uh, curfew, the voice? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So good. But again... Why are you involving her if you're trying to break free? I don't know. What, I, don't, I think they're trying to have their cake and eat it, too. They are. On that. So, yes, if, if anybody didn't realize, it was Jamie Lee Curtis as mm-hmm. the voice of the curfew person. Yeah. I think she was. I think she might have been the voice of the, she's the operator, operator as yeah, well. Think, yeah, I think she's the operator. <clears throat> so, we see surveillance cameras all around the town. Chalice gets another bottle of booze and runs into a hobo. I like this hobo. I do too. <laughs> Didn't turn out hey, good for it. Hey, Cochran, fuck you! <laughs> He's like, that's last Halloween for him. <laughs> Chalice is like... Shush, shush, shush. Oh, God. He, and the hobo gets killed by I, the can, men in the suits. Can I point out, though, that the yeah. hobo knew the Halloween song, which means the hobo has been watching TV somewhere. Mm-hmm. What kind of hobo is he? 
He had his own light in his little tent thing he had, and he knows the Halloween song, which means he's got a TV and he's watching commercials. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was right by a shop, walking by a shop. I mean, the TV's everywhere. No, they ha- yeah, well, no. I don't. I don't know. You I don't know the it. answer. There's I don't no, know. There's the no shop in there. Maybe he got enough money to stay in one of the hotel rooms a couple of days ago. <laughs> it was only forty dollars. <laughs> That's a lot of money back then. <laughs> Yeah, I like the hobo. He talked a lot of shit about Cochran. Talked about how he built the town from nothing. Ch- uh, Chalice calls Teddy uh, from the hotel again, and he's trying to get more information. And she's like, "Yeah, there's uh, I they mixed up the ashes. I can't I can't get any human remains. Yeah, nothing but car again. Parts. I think this is just it's. I will say it's smart because I didn't question it till just now when we were talking about it. But it was just kind of feeding information yeah, to us. I mean, it fit the movie. It just feels unnecessary now. But I have no issue with it. Like I wouldn't cut her necessarily. Um, let's see. Oh, Chalice and Ellie finally get it on. Hold on. <laughs> this scene pissed me off so much. You drive to this weird town to solve your father's murder. You met this guy two days ago. And you're here to solve the murder of your father. The second nightfall hits, you're just like, where would you like to sleep, Dr. Jealous? And he goes, that's a stupid that's question. That's a stupid question, Allie. And then just, boom, get it on. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? No, they didn't do that. They 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 got on after that. They fit, I guess they made out or something after that. But she takes a shower, freshens up, and she puts lingerie on. Why, why is she bringing lingerie? lingerie? Oh, my God. It made me so mad. Okay, first of all, this crazy psycho bitch gets straight out of the shower and gets in a blanket. She didn't dry off, which drove me freaking nuts, okay? Because you know it's some shitty old hotel blanket. She's even like footprints like the old lady in The Shining from the bathtub. Yes, that drove me nuts. And then her tiny I bet you're one of those people like, you do not get out of the bathtub to completely dry. It was ridiculous. You don't jump into your blanket. Now your blanket's wet, you psychopath. She's the antagonist in the movie. So then, now with her wet blanket, she throws on lingerie. He didn't bring a single change of clothing. She had a tiny little box the size of a purse. And while you're going to solve your father's murder, you're like, "Mm, better slip in some lingerie just in case. You never know who you're going to run into. What the hell? Uh, yeah, the lingerie thing. Why? A Why would you bring that? Insane. He, she was probably getting that while he was getting the booze. It pissed me off. And <laughs> that small town does not sell that lingerie. And part of my part, God, it's so freaking irritating. But I think they did it because it's a horror movie, and so like, oh, we need to have sex in it. It's a horror movie. That's just part of it. And so they're like, well, I guess we'll get these two characters to get it on. It's so stupid. Drove me up the freaking wall. It needs to be cut immediately. <clears throat> I would also like to point out. They had made out, they had sex, and then by the next round, then he, he says, asked, how, how old, old are you? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> That's the 80s, baby! Dude, I was like... They were probably was, doing lines of cocaine off oh, the... It was ridiculous. Off the dresser drawers before she put on the lingerie. I'm like, you've, like, first of all, I know you're a complete alcoholic creep. <laughs> But you ask how old she is after, you nut job. She goes, she goes, we don't really know. No. She says, I look older than I look. Or, I, I am older than I look. That still doesn't mean you're an adult. You look 12. <laughs> oh, this movie would get canceled so fast if it came out right now. Oh, my God. Okay. Freaking pedo. Look. We might have to censor that 
Okay, let's go ahead and uh, see. Uh, oh God, uh, let's see where Bruce Willis will be in this movie. <laughs> He's obviously Doctor Chalice. Uh, I actually have someone who I want for Doctor Chalice, but Bru- I, I wish. Mm. Are I'll, we doing I'll, recasting call on this? Why not? I mean, I do because I actually just, have someone who I feel like would be really good. Okay, you want to do it for the air, or you just want to just fantasy make up this movie? No, fantasy make up the okay. movie. Okay, go ahead. I want. Circa 2007. Okay. Okay, hold on. Now, if we're remaking this movie, I want it to be made proper. Okay, okay so, so you want to be... This is going to be a real movie now. Okay. And has nothing to do with all the extra crap we're going to get into. But I want Circa 2007, Josh Brolin as Dr. Chalice. Like, around, like a, a No Country for Old Men, Josh Brolin age. Oh, Josh Brolin. Yeah. Wow, who are you picturing? <laughs> I thought you said Josh Hartnett. No, God, no. <laughs> no, he could be one of the men in suits. Yeah, he can. I don't know why, but I really want Donald Sutherland as Cochran. Not necessarily super old one now, but maybe like... 2007 Donald like, Sutherland? Like Space Cowboys yeah. Donald Sutherland yeah, yeah. as Cochran. I feel like it'd be really good because Cochran's kind of uh, charismatic and outgoing, but then he's kind of evil, and I feel like Donald Sutherland would be good at that. So those are my two recastings. I don't know who I would put for Ellie. Probably some 14-year-old because he's a pervert. How old are you again? <laughs> That's a stupid question, Dr. Yeah. Chalice. <laughs> so Bruce Willis is Ellie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about to say. That's a movie. That's a, that's made for a modern audience. Yeah, yeah. No, it would go over really well now. <laughs> 80s, not so that's much. very bold. <laughs> Just bold and daring. Brave. I, bold I, and brave. I would like if it all the men in suits were Bruce Willis. Like every single oh, man that suit would be were all the exact same cutout. Every one of them was Bruce Willis. Kind of like CGI, like <laughs> multiplicity yeah, Bruce yeah. Willis. No, I want him, real Bruce Willis, playing each one. And so they have to put the camera together. With one with, with each different wig <laughs> from each of his films. <laughs> so one Bruce Willis is wearing the Die Hard uh, 3 wig. The next is wearing the Sin City wig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and eventually he's we're just getting in, We're getting into Meadow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it would be improper. Yeah, it definitely. It would not work. It would be very confusing. But that's what I want. It's my movie, and that's how I'm making it. I'm. You know what? I got nothing. Uh, I, your your choices are as good as I could think of. I so. just like Josh Brolin, Don Sutherland. I don't know why. The whole time I watched Donald it, those Sutherland are the two people I would be a good would be a would be a good choice for mm-hmm. Cochran. I I like the act, the actor that played Cochran though. Oh yeah, he was good. He was a good bad guy. He was he was kind of kind of the best part of the movie. I'm not against that. Yeah. I like Dr. Chalice too, though. Yeah, I do like Dr. His, Chalice. I, I don't know why his character, he was a piece of shit and all that stuff, but the actor that played him, I feel like he, he did do he did, well. I, unfortunately, I don't movie. think, I don't think, I think he had potential. He just never, he was never able to, you know, go anywhere. I don't, I don't think I've seen him in anything else. I, I know he's, he, a, I know he's plays a lot of B movies. I think he's in a lot of different horror movies. Uh, let's see. Tom Atkins. He's still acting now. Wow. Yeah. I've never heard any of these movies. Oh, he's in Drive Angry. Was that with, uh, yeah, Nick Cage? Is that recent? My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. Law and Order. Pfft. He's a great actor, actually. I don't ever think about it. But yeah, I think back in the 80s, he's in a lot of horror movies. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Hey, he's in Lethal Weapon. Hmm. All right. Well, either way, Tom Atkins, right. big fan, big fan. <laughs> You're gonna see him a lethal weapon. Love it. That's flashback humor. 
Yes, it is. <laughs> That's a deep cut, folks. Yeah. From two episodes ago. You gotta be you gotta be with us from the beginning to get that one. <laughs> <clears throat> go ahead let's go ahead and go. Critics versus audiences. Ding ding. Frank, what do you think Halloween three is rated by critics? And audiences. Who scored it higher? Who scored it lower? Who liked it more? What do you think their score is? And what would you, Frank the Tomato God, oh. score Halloween 3? I'd be so, I'm so nervous to rate it. Uh, okay, so first of all, I think audiences rated it higher. You're wrong. Really? Yeah. Nice. Okay. <clears throat> I feel like there'd be some, like, people that, like, are deep into horror that would secretly like this movie, so they'd rate it higher. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was expecting that. Uh, honestly, I was shocked too. Yeah. All right. So critics, I'm going to say uh, this has a cult following. I'm going to say that's what I was expecting. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say they're both rotten. Hmm. Because uh, I've never actually met anyone that liked this movie until me. Now, I'm going to say the critics are at thirty-two. Is 32 rotten? I think it is. Yeah, everything below 50, I think, or below 60-something is rotten. Okay, so I'm I'm going to put them at 32. Uh Audience, I'm going to say... I'm going to jump it a bit, because I was going to switch these. So I'm going to put the audience at 25. Ooh. Wow. (laughs) You're really close with the audiences. And what do you say for critics? 32. Okay. The critics gave Halloween 3... 50%. 50%. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That's high. Even back then, they were up their own ass. That's crazy. <laughs> That's the weirdest laugh I've ever heard. That's weird. I, hold on. Oh, that's, that's great. Very parched. <laughs> uh, the audience, The audience gave it 28. You were very close with the oh, audience. Okay, so I was close there. I would have switched those, to be honest. I wouldn't have expected 50, but I expected the audience to be higher because of the cult following that would go with a movie like this. But 50%? The critics' consensus is, it's laughable deviation from the series formula, notwithstanding. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, offers part, partly thrills and dubious plotting. <laughs> I, guess, I guess. I mean, I like it, but I'm not going to put it at 50%. I'm going to give it I don't want to make it rotten because I feel like I secretly have a cult love for this movie now. But to say it's like... uh, You know what? I'm going to give it a 40%. Interesting. I think. Because there's a lot of a change, but I kind of enjoyed it. I would also give this a 40%. Interesting. That's the first time we've really agreed. Wow. (laughs) I thought we agreed. <laughs> I thought we agreed. <laughs> yeah. I, no one's ever going to get that one. <laughs> no, no. That was just for us. Uh, even the other people that were there wouldn't get it. Uh, yeah. I, I'm kind of shocked at that rating. Uh, maybe. It's just, it's just, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with 40. But I think yours is a positive 40 and mine's a pretty negative 40. So I think if this movie was not attached to the Halloween franchise... 
it would be much more popular. Uh uh-uh, uh, I, dis- I do. I, I do. We'll get. We will get into it. That's fine. And I'll tell you I, what you're wrong. I I would uh, I would connect it more to the Halloween franchise. Dot 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 dot. All right. Don't talk. Don't talk. We have a formula here. Jim jab jab. Jim jab. Is it, is that even on anymore? I think it is. I think it is. Uh, one of our future uh, possible co-hosts actually uh, sends me the jib jab things or Ant Mixer all the time. No, really. Uh, that's not here nor there. We'll get to it. One okay. Uh, so we meet a couple of the people that are coming in for mass that work at shops. Mm-hmm. Marge, who never gets her order on time and keeps coming back here, she sees a silver shamrock logo. Logo. And she is our next on-screen death. I hate her. I hate her so much. Because mm-hmm. Buddy shows up right before her, him and his family. I love that family. I love that character. Mm-hmm. They were a great con- uh, addition. I hate Marge. This Passion. is where I feel like they're overthinking the, the people writing the film were overthinking it. Mm-hmm. And it starts to fall apart for me. And it could have been so simple that's the problem but they overthought it if they would have kept it as like it's small too, too it almost feels like there's two different things going on mm-hmm. and they're not sure what they want Mm-mm. so she gets what i thought that was an interesting kill though it was cool yeah yeah it fits with the rest of the death oh we forgot to talk about uh the hobo's death which was Equally as awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> they literally. So the men in the suits. I thought they were about to make him form palatio. <laughs> I, I know it was weird, but they literally grabbed dude's head and just and ripped it off. Just pop it. So and then you get the, the classic blood spurt. Yeah, and you just no. All the over. kills in this movie are pretty fun. There's one that irritates me, and we'll get to that later. But uh, so yeah, hobo got his head ripped off, mm-hmm. and now this lady who finds that little silver shamrock logo that falls off the mask. Starts tweaking with it, and it did her in real good. Yep. Classic misfire. <laughs> you see? <laughs> Elliot and Dr. Charles are at it again. He's like, what is that sound? He's like, who cares? <laughs> Give me another beer. One. Uh, dirt bag. <laughs> uh, it literally, what's weird is, uh, we can get into what happens with the masks, but each death is different involving the, the little Shamrock logo. Mm-hmm. It literally just blew an entire hole in her face. Yeah. And it was neat. Bugs cr- oh, it's awesome. It just was weird. Next September 30th rolls around. Charlie, oh, Chalice calls Teddy. <laughs> I'm done with this film. <laughs> so good. Chalice calls Teddy again. Can't find any human remains in the car fire. And uh, Chalice <laughs> just gets done fooling around with Ellie. Mm-hmm. And he's t- Talking about sleezing around with yeah. Teddy. She says you're going to owe me a lot of things. I'm always ready for dinner with I'm you. I'm always ready for dinner with you. He's <laughs> just lining up another one. That's probably why him and his wife got divorced. Because he yeah. slept with every woman in town. Yeah, everything he looked at. You know what? He but is, you know what? He is a real white cap hero. Yeah. <laughs> He's such but the a... women like him. That's what I don't understand. I'm like, really? Because it's, it's the 80s. He's got a mustache. Yeah, that's he makes it. a lot it's of the money. Mustache. Yeah, he's, he's a doctor. He's the perfect sleazebag. Gets his kids shitty mask for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of them was a bunny? I, you know what? Easter that's mask. all. That's all he can afford because he's too busy buying so much booze. He's buying. That's fair. <laughs> he probably he doesn't really cigarettes, am... and he's not alcoholic. <laughs> so uh, we we probably really didn't have the money. I guarantee those aren't his only two kids. He's probably got four <laughs> secret ones that he's paying for. 
So we meet Buddy Cooper uh, mm. and his family, who we met earlier. God, his family sucks too. I Everybody, like she. You know what? The women in this movie are all kind of irritating. Yes. They don't have a good female lead in this film. Mm-mm. It could have been Teddy, but she didn't really do anything. But uh, Teddy is the most is Teddy is the least insufferable. Yeah, of, she's just of kind of a all. normal person. Uh, but Buddy's wife, because he's all fun, he's got a shitty little kid, and his wife is who, although she's kind of annoying, she is very much just following his lead, and she's just trusting him and letting him lead her through this crazy weird shit they got going on. Mm-hmm. I love. The Buddy character. Love him. He's probably my favorite character in the whole movie. Which character? Buddy. Oh, Buddy? The the uh, shop <laughs> owner? Yes! <laughs> I don't know why he's so funny. He's such a good dude. Like, he just wants to be a good dad. He wants to sell and make money for yeah. his family. He's got a story he's trying to boost. He had he sold more masks than anybody. Yeah, he's just trying to live the American dream, he's isn't he? He's the American dream! <laughs> I still found... I don't know why I found him irritating, but yeah, you're right. He's... He's pretty. He's he's, the, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a sitcom dad. Yeah, he really is. Uh, Doctor Cochran. Oh, I'm Doctor Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> professor Emeritus. I don't know. I'm sure he's all these things. Probably. He's professor of the uh, Hogwarts. Cochran. <laughs> uh, he takes the family and Ellie and Doctor Chalice on. A tour of the Silver Shamrock. Uh-huh. Anything in there that stuck out to you that you liked? Not necessarily. Yeah, I didn't really write anything normal. either. I thought it was neat showing how to make make, make masks. It was a cool scene. Like, yeah. I'm glad we saw the inside of the factory. Uh, Cupper's kid. I want a mask. And he's like, oh no, this one has been through processing. <laughs> so this one went to the final processing. You don't want one of those. Uh, I like that Buddy really wanted to know what the final process was. Like he was obsessed. Um, I like that they went through the whole mask scene actually because it kind of made them look normal. Like mm-hmm. it gave Buddy and everybody else a comfort. You're like, okay, well, maybe this isn't the actual problem. Uh, there was still something off about that talking guy. Know, he's weird, but it showed that it's a real factory making real but masks. He's he's a, he's probably just an eccentric. You're thinking because yeah, he he's the Willy Wonka. Oh, we didn't mention that the hobo was mad because he kind of if you weren't a farmer. He kind of like brought all of his people mm-hmm. into town, mm-hmm. and all the local people doesn't seem like he really hired. No, yeah, he didn't bring in anybody. All outsiders. So we get a look at the mask. Next, we we see Chalice trying to call Teddy again, and Ellie is captured by the men in suits. Chalice avoids the suits. Hold on. For there's something that happens before this when they're still in the factory yeah. that really bothered me. What? This town is far from the town that he lives in. Mm-hmm. Agreed? Yeah. Her dad was killed in the town that they live in. Not San Amirin. Why was his car still at the factory? She runs up and she goes, oh, that's my dad's car. She said, that's Papa's car or whatever. And she well, runs up I to I guess it. he ran. You ran all the way to the other town. That's the There's only no explanation, dude. It drives me n- And they actually screwed this Maybe up. Maybe that's why his arms were flaring. It drove me nuts. And this he would have looked later. a lot more disheveled, though. Hey, yeah, I'm like, why? What was the point of that? You could have had anything else that made her realize her dad was there. Instead, she just sees his car six hours from where the other town is that he died in. That bugged the crap out of me. At this point, 
Ellie's captured. Yep. We're Chalice, Chalice is playing a game of cat and mouse with the men in suits. Uh, he's makes his way back to the Silver Shamrock. He finds. I thought this was creepy, but again, it, it it's driving me crazy. It does the. He finds the old lady in the closet, and it's a robot! <laughs> or android or whatever. But I don't know, like, this is the part that, that drives me crazy about the movie. Why isn't it called Halloween Season of the Android? Or something? I mean, but, and I know why they call it Season of the Witch, but why are androids in this at all? Why? I know. I This is, this, this is the part that really... I might have given it a 50% on the Rotten Tomatoes if I were the tomato god if if there were no robots involved. There's a lot about this movie that I feel like if they took out and made normal, you could make this two so separate movies. You could have made this two separate movies. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like as far as an anthology mm-hmm. for Halloween. It felt unnecessary. Like you could have had an made... Android one <clears throat> and you could have had a which one? But they're I don't understand merging the two. I just it drives me crazy. They didn't like the need... robot thing or android thing or whatever synthetic person drives me crazy. And that thing, here's the thing, the images look really good. Mhm. Like when they get killed and everything mm-hmm. I, and it gave them a a strength like so they were all very powerful mm-hmm. and so they were able to rip the heads off and rip the skulls apart. But and the fact ex- that all ex- that explains it, but you could have explained that with like witchcraft. You could have just given them different murder. Like you could yeah. have had them kill differently, but or just make them all huge. But I agree. They could have made every single so if you haven't figured out, yeah, every single man in suit is a freaking robot. But they could have made them all just very loyal hitmen, and it still would have worked for the movie. They didn't need to be robots. All it did is show that he's a great inventor. That's it. And the old lady robot, he says, got created in like the 1700s, which felt completely unnecessary. It could have just been his invention. But if they would have just made him super loyal. Yeah, that made no sense. That I was know, just like, it's that was ridiculous. just a throwaway line. Yeah, it drove me nuts. But all the robots did was show that he's a good inventor. What drives me nuts is he talks about how you human they are. And I actually read about this as well and finally pointed it out to me. He has one of them sneezes, right? So he's like, oh, they're very human. Like, they don't blink. None of them blink. I didn't notice that. And they walk very I think robotic. It was so I'm like, weird. you're such a good inventor. You made these walking, talking human beings, but forgot to make them blink. What? Honestly, that, that that's kind of sounds realistic to me. It was it's the stuff humans overlook when they're making stuff when they're making stuff like that. I could, I could see a human overlooking, especially a singular person overlooking something like that when they were if they were trying to make a synthetic human being. But why would you make them sneeze? Just ignore that. People don't because we haven't sneezed once in this episode. I feel like it's unnecessary. If I don't hear someone sneeze, I don't think, oh my god, this person's probably a robot. <laughs> but they, they don't sneezed. blink. <laughs> yes, but if they don't blink. I'm like, well, something's wrong with you. Drove me nuts. I hate the robots. It's the one of the things I would change about this. I would. I just feel like it could have been take that out and make it a separate mm-hmm. anthology. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, they did too much. Cochran gives. Chalice, the real tour of the Silver Shamrock. What's going on? We see a piece of Stonehenge. He doesn't really say <laughs> how it got there. No. This is another thing that drives me crazy. This, I mean, this. I feel like they could have simplified it too so much. It's like they really wanted to integrate technology into this movie. And I'm just like, why? Just make it full-on witchcraft. They could have made it all about witchcraft. But why did he need Stonehenge? It's so well, random. He took pieces. Has, he took pieces yeah, he took of pieces it of the and put it in the little. He put it in the 
but if yeah, you could, right. But, if but you, why didn't you just put all you needed was just to put a piece of the Stonehenge in in the silver Samrock and then put it on the mask and they're like, oh, it's magic. I mean, you've already established because this is where Cochrane reveals that he's a warlock and exactly, he's a warlock. So why do you need Stonehenge? Why couldn't you just because be a that super was good... where the last that was where the last sacrifice was. He said Stonehenge was the last sacrifice? Yeah, so he said it was okay. at Stonehenge. Okay, I don't remember him saying that, so yeah. that's fine. But it's still a super the irritating. Stone, the Stonehenge has the power. It could have been any rock. Why Stone? It really bugged me. It felt unnecessary. If you're a warlock or a witch or whatever you are, you don't need a rock. He could have also just been a great inventor. They could have eliminated all the Celtic witches. They could have eliminated Stonehenge. And they could have eliminated the robots. And it so would you cool. rather have this been witches or robots? Witches. Yeah, me too. Season of the Robot doesn't even sound as good. See, no. The problem is Season of the Witch is a great title. Oh, it's an awesome it's title. such a cool title. That's yeah, an awesome title. But he's not even a witch. He's a, he'd be a warlock. So we're cutting to kids around the country wearing the silver shamrock mask with different cities in the countries. This is actually a really cool and, scene to me. Yes, in their in the background it's the isn't it playing the I think it's the Happy Halloween Happy Halloween song. Happy, happy Halloween. The London Bridge is falling down, which they did that cuz they didn't want to it was it free. Was such a <laughs> low budget they didn't want to pay rights for any other song or have anybody create a song. You know what? That's a stroke of genius. I mean, that mm-hmm. is an earworm. Oh my it's God. I've been song. singing it ever since this. Oh, and and I don't even... Every day. It's an awesome movie. The song is great, but I like the scene of all the kids wearing the big three, which is the the skull, the jack-o'-lantern, and the witch. Great masks. That was another big part to me. The masks look cool. If the masks look like crap, I think it would have killed the movie for me, but the masks are really cool. Like, I want them. Yeah, the masks do look really cool. Yeah. Especially for 1980. I know. Like, they're good masks. You'd buy them now. Uh, Cochran explains he's a warlock and wants to sacrifice the children to their pagan god. Man, this is where... This should have been introduced 30 minutes ago. Yeah, they should have talked about it sooner so you had more build. Instead of him just randomly saying it, and then he never talks about it again. That's the only scene. He talks about something that happened 3,000 years ago. Yeah. And then, boop, it's kind of throwaway. It means nothing. So let's take a listen to what Cochran is telling Chalice and explain. Maybe he can explain it better to us. Pardon, Doctor. And don't forget to watch the big giveaway afterwards. Why, Cochran? Why? Do I need a reason? Yes, Mr. Comfort was right, you know. I do love a good joke, and this is the best ever. A joke on the children. But there's a better reason. You don't really know much about Halloween. You thought no further than the strange custom of having your children wear masks and go out begging for candy. It was the start of the year in our old Celtic lands, and we'd be waiting in our houses of waters and clay. The barriers would be down, you see, between the real and the unreal. And the dead might be looking in, 
I want that movie. You got that movie. <laughs> Just with a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> that it, The description of that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. I want to see the what he was talking about, whatever time that was, when they did that. That sounds oh, creepy. Oh, you want to watch 3,000 years ago? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what I want. Okay, well, but- I would want this now, but... Oh, there's so many missed opportunities. This is this frustrates me because this could have been. I mean, this could have been my one of my favorite. That's what I said. The concept, films of all time. The concept of the movie is awesome. Okay, I love the idea of the masks that are gonna whack all the kids because they're watching this commercial and it's triggered by a microchip by this great inventor. All that's awesome. It's the other crap. The fact that he has the power of Stonehenge because of a mineral in it. The fact that there's robots everywhere. And really, I didn't need some weird Celtic witchcraft, to be honest. As cool as it would be, like, if the movie was all about that. But he could have just been a psychopath inventor that decided to kill a bunch of kids. That's two different movies, though. I mean, he could have either been the psychopath inventor, or he could have been the warlock. That's what I'm saying! I don't... That's what I'm saying! No, I don't need both! (laughs) They should have just made him a nut job that created this microchip that's now going to kill all the kids. Okay. No, 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 no. See, you just... But we were talking about earlier. I said, would you rather have witchcraft or robots? And you said witchcraft. So I'm wanting the warlock stuff, and no, no. you're wanting the... No, I would eliminate the robots from every single... Then why are you keep bringing in the robots? I never once said robots just now. I said if it was him creating this little microchip to kill all the kids... But the microchip doesn't make any sense. All you have to do is put... A, if it's magic... We've established there's magic. We yes. get a piece of Stonehenge into the Silver Shamrock. That's all you need. But and that's then, what he had. It was a microchip in there. Yeah. He turned it into a microchip. And then you and can that's say the commercial has like a spell in there to trigger the Silver Shamrock. Yes. If you're going to make you go. It, yes. You don't need no technology. Okay. If you're going to eliminate all of it, yes, then he doesn't need the microchip. He doesn't need the robots. If you're just going to make it about being a witch, that's fine too. But what I'm saying is I don't need almost all of it. Because really, in the whole movie, it has nothing to do with being a witch. The only thing it has to do with is that one scene where he talks about 3,000 years ago when witches sacrifice kids. That's the only thing that has anything to do with the whole witchcraft. It's just explained why he has magic. Oh, man. There's just too much crap in the movie. There's a missed opportunity. There's too much crap. Yeah, there is too much crap. Somebody, I I read something. Somebody asked the director or the writer, and they're like, what does this and this and this and this have to do with each other? And why did they produce that? And he goes, "It's it's magic. I'm like, no! I'm like, that answer means you have no idea and you literally just threw too much crap into a movie because you wanted it to be a sci-fi horror movie. Okay. <laughs> God, I love this movie. <laughs> you, you would. I love, the, you know what's weird? I do like it and I'm going to continue watching it. Mm-hmm. I just have to accept the fact that there's a lot of nonsense in it that's unnecessary 
But the stuff that does happen, I enjoy. Yeah. But there's something at the end that... Oh, my Whoa. God. This... Um, Crimedy. <laughs> All right. Cochran, moving on. Cochran leaves after his awesome speech. The best scene in the whole film. Chalice escapes with an impossible mass throw onto the cam the the cam the uh, camcorder. That's quarter. not impossible. That is, dude. That was an impossible throw. I could tell you. I read. That I, what did you do? Him. Practice this before you no, got on the podcast. No, I Just think, start. I think, yeah. Okay. The fact that his hands were tied and he threw it is ridiculous. Yes. I'm pretty sure I read that it took him like 30 takes for them to land the mass. Now, granted, the person did was, he really throw that? No. Okay. Then what do you mean 30 takes? He could have thrown it like because that. they were throwing the mass. Okay, so they so, were throwing the mass, but yes, he could have thought yes. throwing it with his hands no, tied. No, okay, but looked, never it once, looked as ridiculous. <laughs> Never that once sounds. did they show. Okay, but this is a movie about a three thousand year old warlock with a seventeen hundred year old. Robot I buy old that lady. more than I buy a mask <laughs> being thrown by a guy with his hands tied. This is like literally. This is a movie about no a that stone needed hinge. that needed car- Bugs Bunny sound. <laughs> it reminds me of when uh, in Breaking Bad when he threw the pizza on the roof. Yeah. I don't know why, but that's no, what made, no, 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 that's just what roof. it makes me think of. <laughs> I know the pizza on the roof is very possible and happened in real life on accident. The only reason I have no issue with the mask is because he just needed to cover the camera. So I was like, fuck. However, I feel like he could have uncuffed his hands before throwing the mask. I will say that. <sighs> yes. <laughs> now, uh, Die Hard in... Silver Shamrock, where he's crawling through the vent- ventilation. That is a big ventilation shaft, by the way. I don't think I noticed he was in a ventilation shaft. Yeah, he crawled in the ventilation shaft. I might have missed that. Yeah. Maybe because it was huge. It just... It, that thing was massive. I don't think... Vent- I mean, what What are they... I mean, it's a factory, so maybe I can buy a ventilation shaft being that big. That's the, on- that's the only thing. I mean, that thing was... <laughs> I don't, I don't that think thing I was like that. that the ventilation shaft was like three feet tall. I was like, holy shit, <laughs> that's, that's a big that's ventilation shaft. That's why I didn't notice, because you're just walking around. That place is probably freezing cold. <laughs> They're the worst in it. It's the 80s. They didn't care about energy efficiency. Oh, hell no. It's an old man and a bunch of robots. <laughs> then why do they need ventilation? It's a warlock and robots. I don't even know why they need ventilation shaft and all. Well, like you said, there's a lot of dangerous chemicals in there. You know, he doesn't want to die. That's true. Chalice calls his ex-wife again. one more time. Again. We never see her again, thank God. And tells her to get rid of the mask. I, I would have told her to like put on he, the mask. I like when he goes, shut, shut up, shut up, Linda. Linda, listen, shut up. <laughs> you hear her on the phone. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you here picking the kids up? Gosh, she's awful. She wants to get rid of them kids bad. Chalice finds Ellie. Chalice and Ellie uh, turn the commercial on in the lab, dump the silver shamrock. Sh- Okay, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We skipped a big scene. What did we skip? Poor Buddy and his family. Oh, God, you're... Well, that, we did... We did skip that. We skipped a big scene. We did. Uh, that, this is before he was trapped, before the speech and everything. That's true. So we can talk about that. All right, so we get a little example of what the mask is going to do, because mm-hmm. Buddy and his poor family, who are just trying to do a tour of this poor factory, I mean, this family, this <laughs> all-American family, gets stuck in this room... This is another thing about this movie. There was too much crap in it. Okay, so the kid puts on the mask and he's watching the the Silver Shamrock commercial that plays through the whole thing. Once the magic pumpkin goes, and it keeps popping on and off, the pumpkin melts to his face, which was freaking awesome. Oh, that okay. was great. Yeah, they killed a kid on scene. It was intense, but 
why are there bugs and snakes coming out of his face? Is it just the witchcraft? I think it's the witch. It's the witchcraft. We're supposed to accept it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you saw it out of. Yeah, she had a couple bugs come out. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, wow, wow. So many bugs came out of his melted face. Well, he had the mask on fully, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, more than her. Um, She just got zapped by the misfire. mm -hmm. The snake bites the Like, his whole head turned into mush. It's such a cool-looking scene. It's a cool scene. It looks like a real pumpkin, that points for killing a kid. Yes! Like, they... uh, That's... That was big. Yeah. Uh, Because they never... Or the mom never really gets killed... Uh, she passes out. Mm-hmm. You just kind of assume she gets bitten or whatever after. Dad gets bitten by a snake, and he just... So Buddy's whole family gets wiped out, and all Dr. Chalice does is... <sighs> yeah. He puts his fists up by his yeah. face. Just, oh, I'm feeling so much rage and sadness right now. And then then Cochran gives the speech, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I completely... Yeah, we did skip. That was an important scene. I think the Cochran thing... I think Teddy's gone at this point, too. No, I said T- Teddy got killed. Okay. Yeah. Can I just tell you that her death drives me nuts? Oh, the, the uh, death by... The drill? drill? Okay, you have the power to rip someone's head off with your hands. Why did he need to drill? I think they were running out of ideas at that point. I don't know. I, I, that or they because she's a woman, they didn't want to give her such a grueling death. Like, it's a grueling death, but you don't see it. And it's just a <laughs> drill to the temple, which was cool. But right before they kill her, she's looking at all the parts and she goes, Oh my God. And she pulls up the phone to call a sheriff as if she realized there was robots in the car all of a sudden. That drove me nuts. I was glad she died. Charles and Ellie turned the commercial on the lab, dumped the silver shamrocks on Cochran and his goons. Mm-hmm. Stonehenge zaps Cochran and it destroys the factory. All the robots are zapped. Yeah, they all pass out. How did he anticipate that? Was it just a guess? I, like, he's just like, screw it, I'm going to throw the chips? Because, like, he caught on to the fact I, that the I, chips were the problem. But. Yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose that's that That was his plan the whole time. All right. Yeah. Which is fine. I think they were trying... At this point, I feel like they were really rushing this. Yeah, they forced it towards the end. Yeah. Cochran's death is awful. Yeah, it is it's terrible. So, it looks I, so cartoonish compared ridiculous. to the rest of the stuff. And he's just sitting there smiling as he slowly yeah. disappears. <laughs> Would have been way anyway, cooler... Is if he got a grueling death like Marge. Yeah. If he got shot and all of a sudden his whole body just, just exploded. Or even better if that would have backfired on Chalice and it would have made him like even more powerful and them having to escape that. <laughs> <laughs> it just becomes giant. Yeah, human. kind of kind of a Lovecraftian yeah. creature. He just gave oh, up that so would have been, fast. I'm, I'm thinking of a better movie though. I don't know. Let's just remake the movie. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Cochran's death was super boring and very anticlimactic. They escaped the Silver Shamrock, and on their way back to L.A., it turns out, dun, 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 Ellie is now a robot. Why? I don't from, know. From when? I don't know. I don't... Did she get killed in the lab? Was she dead? Was they, she a robot the whole time? Okay, I don't know. How did they turn into a robot so fast? I... And if she was a robot this entire time... It's a factory. I mean, I suppose they could have whipped one out. I guess, but... Why did she watch him destroy everything? This is where it makes no sense. That's what I'm saying. Like, they just with wanted, the robots crap. Yeah, they just needed a quick twist. Like, oh, Ellie's bad now. And so they made her a robot and started choking him out in the car. Why would she watch him destroy the factory if she's one of the robots? I don't know. It's stupid. It's, it was it's stupid. ridiculous. I'm fine with her dying. And I even, here's the thing. I like the fact that 
when she died and all this robot scare stuff, like where her arm grabs Chalice yeah, after cool. he thinks she's dead. That's all cool. It needs to be in a different movie. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. If it happened before he destroyed the place, it would make sense. But the fact that she helps him destroy everything, they escape, and then partway down the road, then she decides, you know what? I guess I'm ready to kill him now. And he never questioned it once. No, no. He was he, cool with it. He, he killed her, and he's just like, oh, oh geez, look at the time. And he goes and runs off into yeah, the woods. Yeah. And we come full circle with back to the gas station attendant. Which I would like to point out, that means he ran all <laughs> the way back to town. <laughs> to Los Angeles. Yeah, that's like, hey, he couldn't have made that. He couldn't have made that in time. No. That's what unless, I'm saying. Unless it's, sen- just, unless it's just outside of town. But the, but the way the road trip sounded, it was... A, it was, it was hours. Yeah, you still couldn't have made it. Yes, it drove me nuts. They completely ignored distance in this movie and just accepted it. Which, at this point, at this point, who I'm cares? I'm saying the same thing. Charles says, "Turn it off! Turn it off! <laughs> Turn it off! Stop it! Stop, stop it! it! Stop, stop it. it! That's what I'm yelling the whole time of this film because they could it. have been so great. I'm like, stop it! Mm-hmm. Stop it with the robots. Yeah, I like it for what it is. So the kids come in. Those of shit kids just turning the TVs on. No, Like, you don't work here. Yeah. <laughs> they turn it, the commercial keeps going off and they keep turning it to Get, the next channel. That There's only me. three channels. I mean, that's a throwback. Yes. But I don't like... Man, he would be so off. screwed if it was cable. Oh, it'd be over. <laughs> but they, so Cochran's he, plan, if he would have just waited about 30 more years, mm-hmm. he'd he, been dead. Well, not 30. Uh, let's say... 20 because now everybody's streaming stuff but i guess he could have did it streaming any as well yeah but yeah if he would have just waited a little bit longer 20 years like every every kid would have watched it and everybody would have been dead i don't like that they, but if there was only they, three channels i mean there's a possibility uh there, there there's the possibility that uh, chalice could have been successful and we don't know it just cuts off and that's what bugs me, though. I like that it cuts off. But he oh, got I know the first one turned off easily. Yeah. He got the second one turned off easily. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the third one, they're like, mm, the I think we're going to run this into yeah. that pumpkin. We're going to run I it. will say that 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 part, there are two like, really, there's a scary part and a creepy part in the movie. The creepy part is Cochran mm-hmm. talking about that awesome movie that I want to see. where the, <laughs> It doesn't exist. Yeah, that doesn't exist. And, uh, Jesus, I want the news, not the weather report. <laughs> <laughs> and then that part where he's, where, where that, Pumpkins flashing. I like the pumpkin flashing. And he's yelling to the TV uh, technician to turn, cut mm-hmm. the signal. Ah, that was that was good. Yeah. At least it ended on a good note. That's probably why I gave it a 40 instead of a 35. It ends on a great note. And I like to think that he failed. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll never know. No. Apparently they filmed a lot of different endings and they decided to go with the fact that we don't know what happens. Yeah. And I never want to know. The actor that played, at Tom Atkins, the actor that played Chalice, he said that he likes to think that uh, he was successful and it did turn off. So, really? Yeah. Nah. Oh, uh, you the want only, everybody to die? I want them to die. <laughs> because the only reason you'd cut it In off universe, like that. this universe, maybe. Yeah. The only reason you'd cut it off like that is to show that he failed. Like, he blew it. He never succeeded. If he's going to succeed. No. Well, just show me that no, he succeeded. No, I disagree with that. No, I disagree. Yeah, no, I, I like the ambiguity. No, I like not knowing. Well, then but you for, don't know that he failed or not. We're we're coming to two different conclusions. He, he failed. No, he didn't. He failed. You don't know that. It's I up do. for interpretation. I do. All right. It's Monday Morning Orange here, movie director. Frank, how are you going to make this movie better? I'm pretty sure we already know how we're going to make this movie better. <laughs> We've talked about it through the entire... Yeah. Now, granted, again, I've said it ten times. I like the movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it for its ridiculous, over-the-top, outrageous nonsense that it is. 
I would have eliminated. I just a lot sneezed, of by the way. I, <laughs> the one oh shit! You're right. <laughs> That's weird. I'm human. <laughs> I, I didn't even think about that. All right. Well, no. I. Oh, you blinked. Oh. You're good. <laughs> you're good. Uh, I'd eliminate the robots because it was unnecessary. I don't think Stonehenge was necessary. They could have just made it. If you're a real witch, you could have just made it any mineral. Only because how the hell are you going to get that? Freaking thing to the silver shamrock. That's ridiculous. You stole Stonehenge and put it in a factory. If anything, they could have, say, in chunks have been taken out of Stonehenge and done it that way. Or just Any completely mineral. different Any MacGuffin. Yeah, you, know? you could have said a meteor hit the factory and you took the minerals out of it. I still would have been fine. Stonehenge was unnecessary. I'm fine with the witchcraft, even though it really, aside from excusing the magic, it had nothing to do with anything. Otherwise, I'm good with the whole movie. I would have eliminated robots. Ellie becoming a robot made zero freaking sense, and they were just trying to get a final scare. But that's what I'm doing, cutting out those two factors, and I think it would be less weird. What I would do is I would tie it in to the first two Halloween films. Uh, that's not what you're thinking. Now, hang on. Now, here we were uh, bragging on ourselves because this is not going to be an hour and a half conversation. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> we're at we're at one fifteen, and by the time this is all said and done, it's going to be another one of our 130s. I, it, not Michael Myers. Michael Myers is gone. Okay. The theme of evil, I would yeah. okay. tie into it. So this does happen in the same universe mm-hmm. as Michael Myers. It happens in the same universe. It doesn't. Michael Myers is not a movie. So evil prevails. So this is evil taking another form. This time it's witchcraft. Yeah. That's where I think the anthology would work. Yeah. Like if it just keep bouncing. Right. So this time it's taking the form of witchcraft. And I would have eliminated the robots. I would have made. I would have. I would have put more money into this. I would have. Why wouldn't you? When Halloween and Halloween Two were such successes, I don't. I don't understand the low budget. I would have taken the low budget thing out. I would have made it a super high budget because then I think that tends to really ruin stuff because studios get involved. Yeah. Medium budget. You know, better actors. Tom Atkinson. Tom Atkins. I think he would have been fine. Hey, I, I like uh, for but and the guy that played Cochran was fine. Everybody else recast. Get some bigger names. Not in there. Buddy. Who'd oh yeah, well Buddy. <laughs> I, well, I would have put Bill Bannon in for Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been Bill Bannon, the guy that played Bill Bannon. Yeah. If we recast it you know, like twenty years ago, that would have been a good Buddy. Would have been good with it. Uh, John Candy would have been a great buddy. Yeah. Oh, you know, if we were since we're, I mean, we'll go back to recasting. Call. I mean, I I would have done uh, Gandalf for uh, Colonel Cochran. <laughs> Happy Halloween, Frodo. Run you fool! Run you fool! Put on the mask, you fool! I would have made a uh, Cochran a big bad. I would have. It would have. I say that would have killed all of his. I would have made the robots like little warlock minions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have really embraced the whole witch demon. Yeah, they should have went into it, it deeper, and they didn't. And I would have, when he put the shamrocks, sprinkled that down onto the people. I would have killed the, all them, but I would have made it made Cochran more powerful, and him to turn into this like real demonic looking big bad, mm-hmm. and maybe not so much CGI. I would have used practical effects, but it just made him look really scary, you yeah. know. 
and with I guess some CGI, but well, you couldn't have did that in the '80s. But if we're bouncing back and forth in my made-up movie that I'm creating right now, so I would just made him a big bad. That's where I would have put a lot of the budget would yeah. him be this creature, and then him chasing him, and then have him Tom. I keep calling him Tom the 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 actor, but Chalice, Chalice defeat somehow find something that would defeat him. Yeah. So introduce another MacGuffin. Maybe that's where you could bring Stonehenge. I'm not so completely sure I'm anti-Stonehenge. I'm anti-Stonehenge. Because it makes you feel But I'm definitely anti-robot. And I would have kept Ellie. Ellie, I would have not made her a robot. I would have let her live. So yeah, that's that's what I would have done. I would have I would have really embraced the warlock witch. I would have maybe hell, maybe have a witch. Yeah. I mean, it's called Season of the Witch. There's really no witch, there's a warlock. There's a mask. <laughs> that's about yeah. it. She's the mask is the only real witch in the entire movie. Yeah. So maybe the know. witch could be the big bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like find out there's somebody behind right. him the whole time. Yeah, he is like Vader and the Emperor. He bowed to her. I could have been down for that. See, uh, that I would like more than him being. See, the we're big already bad. making a better movie. Yeah, I like that more than him being the big bad. Yeah. All right. Let's. All right. So we'll get to writing that movie. Eliminate the robots because those are unnecessary. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's uh, double a, feature. What oh, are you gonna shit. do? <laughs> <laughs> what? Did, you didn't think of it, did you? No. <laughs> you want me to go? Okay. I don't I'll, know I'll I let you one. think about it. I honestly don't I'm know gonna, if I have one. I'm going to do another unpopular Halloween movie, Halloween Ends, with this. The newer Michael Myers yes. Halloween Ends? Yes, I would. Really? Yes. With, with the movie we got now. Now, if we had a different movie, the one we just made up, it'd be a whole different double feature. And I'm going to say this, because... The way they did Halloween ends is the way I think is almost they're they're trying to have their cake and eat it too in that movie as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. They want to do an anthology, but they're too scared not to put Michael Myers in it. Yeah. So they're wanting to get away from Michael Myers, but at the same time make it in the same universe. So I kind of I think that would make a good double feature if you're if you're willing to take it into account that they're wanting to not just make the Halloween series completely focused on Michael Myers or Lori and go into the same universe or make a anthology esque film that's kind of attached to the original two, then that's that's the double feature I would that I would do. Like you're two m- kind of misunderstood Halloween sequels. I will say those are the two movies though when I started thinking about it as you're talking, they are the two that I felt would be really good as standalone movies. Like cuz the actual I didn't villain even in Halloween I, ends, I know a lot of people hate Halloweens. I didn't mind it. Uh, I saw what they were trying to do. Could it be? It's but it's a lot like Halloween Three, Season of the Witch. Could have been done better. It yes. could have been done better. But oh, I yes. feel like on its own would have been good. Just that story of the kid. If you took out Michael Myers and you still just made it about evil, it still would have been a really cool movie on its own. Just like this one. 
So I'm not against that. I don't know if I'd put them together. I don't know if I have a double feature. I forgot about that segment altogether. Oh, well, I mean, I am the professional podcast. I am the professional podcast. It was your idea to do the segment, so you remembered. <laughs> hey, listen, I you were the one texting me. Oh, I got to think of a double feature right there. Did I? Yes. That was weeks ago. No, it wasn't. It was a week ago. No. You can't think of anything that would go big. I mean, it could be a trash film. I don't watch a lot of trash films. Most of my films are grade A, top notch. Like Season of the Witch? (laughs) (laughs) I definitely wanted another horror movie, but I feel like a good double feature would be another shitty sci-fi horror movie. You know what? This was a movie that could have been a lot better. It is a great franchise that they just threw in and mixed a whole bunch of shit into it. So... For a double feature, I'm going to choose another movie from a decent franchise that turned to absolute shit. So I'm going to choose Jason X as uh, a double feature because it's freaking nonsense. You had this decent concept and you piled a bunch of trash on top of it. And that's what happened to the, really the entire Friday the 13th franchise. So I'm choosing Jason X even though I absolutely hated that movie. Of course, I hated it at the time. I might could give it a second take now and actually like it, but I absolutely freaking doubt it. Frank, is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, worth a second take? Absolutely. <laughs> and let me tell you let me tell you why. Because even though, all things considered, it's not a very good movie. But I hated it when I was younger. I was confused as to why it existed, and I was mad. But now that I've rewatched it, as a standalone movie, if I ignore the entire Halloween franchise, I actually kind of like it. It's just fun. It's a goofy 80s horror movie that makes no sense whatsoever. But I like it, and I'm going to watch it again. So, yes. How regularly would you watch this? Is it a once a year around Halloween? Yeah, yeah. How would you rank it in the Halloween's... What what what? Uh, which one would you rank it on the Halloweens? The problem is I haven't watched that whole saga through in a long time, mm-hmm. so there could be a crappy one thrown in. Like Halloween Resurrection is trash. The Rob Zombie ones weren't great. Oh, you like the Rob Zombie? I ones? love the first one. They were fine, but it didn't. They just didn't grab me. Uh, I how am I supposed to rank? I can't rank it in the Halloween movies. It doesn't. It. Yeah, you have to. It's how it's 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 canon. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> no, no, no. It depends on which universe you're. Which I'd have to. I'd have split. to. I'd have to rewatch the whole saga again. But I feel like it wouldn't be at the end. It wouldn't be at the bottom because I feel like it's better than some of the shittier Michael movies. Oh yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah, I, I would if I'm ranking them. Me personally, I'm doing. Rob Zombie Halloween number one for me. Whoa, that's yeah. a hot take. That is a hot take. That and can then, start some arguments. Then the original. Then the 2018. Mm-hmm. Then ends. Then this. Halloween screwed up because there's so many. Like, there's so many sub like alternative yes, timelines. Like H2O, H2O was its, is own. its own thing. I really liked H2O. Uh, Rob Zombies is his own thing. Yeah. And now even the Halloween, Halloween Kills and Ends, they take off, they're their own they, subgenre from They the are first supposed one. to be direct sequels to Halloween 2. Yeah. So, uh, which, or is it Halloween 1? Do they even ignore Halloween 2? I don't know. Uh, either either way, it doesn't matter. The but there's a lot of ones. But that's the problem. It, 
You can say Halloween 3 is its own little thing, too. So there's a lot of subgenres. I really struggled. I thought this was going to be the first not recommend for a second take. Hmm. However, hmm. it has... Mm, I mean, I'm on I'm on the edge. It has such potential. Yeah. And because it's not as bad as I think its reputation it is, I am going to say yes, it is worth a second take. Now, is it worth more than <laughs> Thank you, Cocker. <laughs> <laughs> is it worth more than a second take? Probably not. If you watched it and it just completely subverted your expectation because it didn't have anything to do with Michael Myers, I would I would say yes. Give it a second take. Watch mm-hmm. it again for what it is. This movie is hot trash, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's unnecessary. It is a steaming pile of doo-doo. No, it's not. It has such potential. It, it, this, I want to see... If, Okay, now that the Blumhouse Halloweens are over, mm-hmm. I want a complete reboot of Halloween. I want Again? to do yes. I would do the one Michael Myers, then I would do Season of the Witch, and then I would I would do what I was saying in Monday Morning Armchair Movie Director. I would just make it an anthology of evil. Yeah. So Michael Myers is the component of it. Then the war, witches and warlocks. Then something else. And maybe, I mean, th- it might get ridiculous. You could do a, a combination at the very end of conclusion. You can make it a trilogy, or you could make it maybe a five-movie arc. I wouldn't do any more than that. I would either do a three- or five-movie arc. I'm pretty on, sure Halloween ends uh, playing homage to this movie. I think at the beginning of Halloween ends, they have the same yeah. credit colors. And if I remember correctly, the... One of the Silver Shamrock masks, if not all three, but I think at least one is in I Halloween I really ends. think that's kind of what they were going... They, But I felt like they were trying to keep it a little too close to Michael Myers. Yeah. I would have... The way I would have done it, I would have done an anthology, but taking place in the same universe. Yeah. I don't know. Either way... All I, right, Frank. Either way, uh, that's, Carpenter's so, plan didn't work. No, it Michael, no, Michael Tires didn't, took over. No, it didn't. <laughs> So yeah, worth a second take. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, even though, God, I can't emphasize enough. This movie is a piece of shit. All I love the, it. I hate all the characters I lo- I in love it. it. The acting, it. except for Tom Atkins and the guy that plays Cochran, are is absolutely atrocious. Oh. Goodness gracious me. That's where you're wrong. Frank, go ahead and plug us. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. You can go ahead. I'm sure you know this because you're listening to us right now, but you can find us on Spotify and Apple. You can find us at Take2Pod. That's T-A-K-E, the number two P-O-D. We have a TikTok now, also at Take2Pod, T-A-K-E, number two P-O-D. Our Instagram is underscore take the number two podcast. And our Facebook is take number two podcast. So take two podcasts across the board and take two pods. So go ahead and look us up. You can rate us, give us a five star and a review. Tell us how you feel about this movie. You can talk about it on our Apple. Tell us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you want. Just give us some feedback. Let us know how you feel about it and why Wayne is wrong. (laughs) 
son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll about do it, folks. You gonna, you gonna, Are you going to say goodbye? You just, no, you're, you're going to say goodbye. Off? I'd say all these poor folks just listen to us for an hour no, and a half. You, know you, always, you always reintroduce yourself, and then I <laughs> say who I am, and then we close it out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you this was Take moron. Two. I am Frank. I'm Wayne. <laughs> we are out of here. Wayne, turn it off. Happy Halloween. <laughs> we'll see you at the movies. Happy